First and foremost, I'd like to give all honor and glory to the Most High God, Yahweh, in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai. Uh, welcome back, brethren, to our weekly reading of the history portion of the Tanakh, the Apocrypha, and this, the quote-unquote New Testament with the book of 1 Maccabees, uh, the, book of da the book of Acts of the Apostles, and the book of Joshua. You know what I'm saying? Being in the seventh chapter of all these books. Uh, so we're going to start off with the with the book of Joshua in the seventh chapter from the top. You know what I'm saying? We're going to read through the book of, uh, through the seventh chapter. So <clears throat> the book of Joshua from the top. But the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing. So already we're like a, not even a whole sentence into the first chapter. I mean, into this into the chapter. And already, the children of Israel committed a, a trespass. For Akan, for Akan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabadai, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed thing, and the anger of Yahweh was kindled against the children of Israel. So this 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 brother took something, took something of the of the cursed objects of the of the not of the abominable things. Remember what they were told. You know what I'm saying? Before they went in there. So let's go. Verse verse, um, uh, verse 2. And Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is beside Beth Beth on the east side of Bethel, and spoke unto them, saying, Go up and view the country. And the men went up a little and viewed Ai. And they returned to Joshua and said unto him, Let not all the people go up, but let about two or three thousand men go up and smite Ai, and make not all the people to labor thither, for they are but few. You know what I'm saying? So now we're getting orders about going in to attack a certain area. You know what I'm saying? Let's see how this is dealt with. Because remember, they took of they disobeyed the most high. You know what I'm saying? They obeyed the most high. Disobeyed the most high, which is not a light thing. Verse 4. So there went thither of the people of, of about three thousand men, and they fled before the men of Ai. And the men of Ai smote of them about thirty and six men, for they chased them before the gate even unto Shebarium, and smote them in the going down, wherefore the hearts of the people melted and became water. So you see, it told you what was going to happen. They got struck, the three thousand men they went there fled and got struck down. You know what I'm saying? Oh, crap. They got, they got, you know, they got struck down. They got laid down. They got, you know. And all the people, they got scared. Verse 6, Joshua rent his clothes and fell down to the earth upon his face before the ark of Yahweh until the eventide. And he and the elders of Israel and put on dust on their heads, put on dust on their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, O Yahweh power, where hath, hast thou at all brought this people over Jordan to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us? So even Joshua's wondering, like, what's going on, Most High? Like, did you really make let us cross the Jordan just to let us get killed by these people? Would God, uh, would God, would to God we had been content and dwelt on the other side of the Jordan? Oh Yahweh, what shall I say when Israel turneth their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land shall hear of it, and shall and shall environ us round. And cut off our name from the earth, and what wilt thou do unto, unto thy great name? 
So Joshua's asking, like, what's going to happen, man? These people are going to surround us. They're going to lay us all down. You know, they're going to wipe our name off the face of the earth. And what about your name? Verse 10. And Yahweh said unto Joshua, I mean, and Yahweh said unto Joshua, Go thee up where thou liest thou upon thy face. Israel has sinned, and they have also transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them. So, you know what I'm saying? Mosai is giving the brother Joshua an answer. You know what I'm saying? Asalakia. Israel has sinned, and they also transgressed my covenant, and, uh, my, my covenant, and which I commanded them, for they have even taken of the cursed thing, and have also stolen, and dissembled also, and they have put it even amongst their own stuff. Therefore, the, ch uh, the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies, but turned their backs before their enemies because, because they were accursed. Salakia. Because they were accursed. Neither will I be with you anymore except he destroyed the accursed among you. So the Most High is telling them, hey, unless you get rid of those that disobeyed me and those items, I'm not going to be with you. You know what I'm saying? Up, uh, up, sanctify the people in Salakia. Sanctify the people and say, Sanctify yourselves against tomorrow, for thus says Yahweh, power of Israel, there is an accursed thing in the midst of thee. O Israel, thou cannot stand before thy enemies until he take that accursed thing, until he take that accursed thing from among you. In the morning, therefore, ye shall be brought according to your tribes, and it shall be that the tribe which Yahweh taketh shall come according to the families thereof. And the family which Yahweh shall take come by household, and the thousand households which Yahweh shall take shall come man by man. And it shall be that if that it is taken with that accursed thing shall be burnt with fire, and he shall that and he and all that he hath hath because he hath transgressed the covenant of Yahweh, because he hath wrought folly in Israel. So Joshua rose up early in the morning and brought Israel by their tribes. And the tribe of Judah was taken. And he brought the family of Judah and he took the, and he took the family of the Zerites and he brought the family of the Zerites man by man and Zebadai was taken. And he brought his household man by man and Akun, the son of Carmi, the son of Zebedee, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, was taken. And Joshua said to Achan, My son, give, I pray thee, glory to Yahweh, power of Israel, and make confession unto him, and tell me now what thou hast done, and hide it not from me. You know, this is a... Let's take a moment to pause. This is powerful. He's telling him right now. He's giving him the opportunity like, Hey man, just tell me what you did. And don't hide it from me. But let's see what happens. Verse 20. And Akan said unto Joshua. Akan answered Joshua and said. Indeed I have sinned against Yahweh power of Israel. And, and thus and thus have I done. And when I saw, and I saw among the spoils of goodly Babylonish garment. And two hundred shekels of silver. And a wedge of gold of fifty shekels weight. Then I coveted them. And I took them. And behold they are hidden the earth in the midst of my tent in the silver under it. So he buried it under his tent. You know what I mean? This brother went and stole things that were not 
uh, were not to be taken. And what did he do? He buried it under his tent. So Joshua sent messengers, and they ran unto the tent, and behold, it was hidden in his tent, and the silver under it. And they took them out of the midst of the, of the tent, and brought it them unto Joshua, and unto all the children of Israel, and laid them out before Yahweh. And Joshua and all of Israel with him took Achan, son of Zerah, and the silver, and the garment, and the wedge of gold, and his sons, and his daughters, and his oxen, and his asses, and his sheep, and tents, and all that he had. And they brought it unto the valley of Accor. And Joshua said, Why hast thou troubled us? And, yeah, and Yahweh troubled thee this day. And all Israel stoned him with stones, and burnt them with fire, after they had stoned them with stones. And they raised him over a great heap of stones unto this day. So Yahweh turned some of the fierceness of his anger, whereof the name of the place is called the Valley of Accor unto this day. You see what happens when you disobey the commandments of the Most High? Imagine, imagine how obedient everybody would be if this happened. Like, they, they stoned him to death and then they set their bodies on fire. Them and every, Accor, his whole family and his belongings. Sons, daughters, everybody was laid down from that household. All for disobeying the, the commandment of the Most High God that was given to him. That, that was given to them through the, through the servant Joshua. You know what I'm saying? We got we to gotta really strictly follow these commandments that were given to us. You know what I'm saying in this Torah and even certain things that were that were that were told of us and commanded of us. You know what I'm saying? We gotta turn to the book of a book of Joshua now. Um I'm so like we're gonna take the book of first Maccabees now. Um I mean the the seventh chapter, Salaki. I was reading something powerful in the book of Second Maccabees, the seventh chapter. Uh, not too long ago, there's a breakdown on it, and we go into the Hanukkah too. I gotta go into that lesson again, but let's go into the book of First Maccabees in the seventh chapter, so we, you know, we can keep reading. Uh, what you know, what the things that have been uh, that that have been occurred in our history. Uh, let's go to the book of First Maccabees, chapter seven, from the top. So, I mean, let's do some history and what goes on uh, in the uh, book of First Maccabees, chapter seven, from the top. In the hundred and one and fifth year, you know what I'm saying? Demetrius, son of Seleucus, departed from Rome and came up with a few men unto the city of the sea coast and reigned there. So now the Greeks and the Romans are. You know, are are actually ruling together. If I'm not mistaken, there before they clashed. Uh, Salakia. And and he as he entered into the palace of his ancestors, so it was that his forces had taken Antiochus and Lysias to bring him bring them unto him. Huh. This is crazy. Wherefore. When he knew it, he said, Let me not see their faces. He said, Let me not see their faces. So his host slew them. 
Now when Demetrius was set upon the throne of his kingdom, there came unto him all the wicked and ungodly men of Israel. Man, see how this goes? This is something we got to, man, let's, let, let, I got to underline and highlight that, that part. Because, man, there came the wicked and ungodly men of Israel. Having Alchemias, who was desirous, who was desirous to be high priest for their captain. And they accused the people to the king, saying, Judas and his brethren have slain all thy friends and have driven us out of our own land. Now, therefore, send some men thou truest, and let him go and see what havoc he hath made amongst us and in the king's land, and let him punish them with all that aid them. And the king chose Bacchidus, a friend of the king, who ruled beyond the flood, and was a great man in the kingdom, faithful to the king. Oh, that's probably, he ruled in Europe. That's the flood. And he sent he sent him with the wicked Achilliamus, whom he made high priest, and commanded that he should take vengeance on the children of Israel. So this damn demon wants to be high priest, but he wants vengeance to be taken upon the children of Israel, his brethren. The wicked of all, the wicked of Israel, man. Let's keep going. So they departed and came with great power um, into the land of Judea, where they sent messengers to Judas and his brethren with peaceable words, deceitfully. Remember Psalms 50, 50, 50 or fifty five fifty five Salakia. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Their words as smooth as butters. You know what I'm saying? That's something we got to remember. They really. They really be showing themselves all the time. Verse 11. But they gave no heed to their words, for they saw that there come with Salakia. But they gave no heed to their words, for they saw that they were come with great power. Then there assembled unto Acclaimus and Bacchidaeus a company of scribes to require justice. Now, as the Asadaeans were the first among the children of Israel that sought peace of them. For they, said they, one that is a priest of the seed of Aaron is come with this army, and he will do us no wrong. <laughs> oh my Lord, these dudes ah, of the seed of Aaron—that's you know what I mean. That's crazy. He said they really had them out there, like, oh, he's not gonna do us no wrong. So he spoke unto them peaceably. Look at that. So he spoke unto them peaceably and swore to them, saying. We will procure the harm neither of you nor your friends. Whereupon they believed him, and howbeit he took them threescore men and slew them in one day, according to the words which he wrote. The flesh of thy saints have they cast out, and their bloods, and their blood, so lucky, and their blood have they shed round about Jerusalem. Dang. Round about Jerusalem, and there was none to bury them. Wherefore, the fear and the dread fell upon all the people who said, There is neither truth nor righteousness in them, for they have broken the covenant and the oath that they made. Let me point something out how history repeats itself and how the curses are forever going. You know what I'm saying? This is how they attacked. This is how the Spaniards attacked the northern kingdom in the Americas, peaceably. You know what I'm saying? With the same group of 
in each in each uh tribe trying to approach these these uh, devils peaceably and a lot of the times getting slaughtered you know what I'm saying but let's keep going after this after this removed Bacchus from Jerusalem and pitched his tents in Bezeth where he sent and took many of the men that have forsaken him and certain of the people also when they had slain them he cast them into a great pit then committed he the country to Alchemius and left them with a the power to aid him so Bacchus went to the king but Alchemius contended for the high priesthood and said unto him Resort all such trouble, the people who have, who after they have gotten the land of Judah into power, did they hurt much in Israel? Now, when Judah saw all the mischief that Achlemaeus and his company had done among all the Israelites, even above the heathen, he went out all in the coast of Judah round about and took vengeance of them that had revolted from him, so that they durst no more in the fourth country. On the other side, when Achlemaeus saw Judas and his company, he had gotten the upper hand and knew that he was not able to abide their force. He went to the king and said all the worst that he could. Man, that's crazy. He said all the worst he could. Oh, Nicanor and Purim. Then the king sent Nicanor, the most honorable of the princes, a man that bore deadly hate unto Israel, with the command, with commandment to destroy the people. We're, this is an upcoming holy day as well, Nicanor and Purim. Check this out. So Nicanor came to Israel with the great force and sent unto Judas all his brethren deceitful and friendly words, saying, Let there be no battle between me and you. I will come with a few men that I may see you in peace. He came therefore to Judas and they saluted one another peaceably. You know what I'm saying? They saluted one another peaceably. Howbeit the enemies were prepared to take away Judas by violence, which the thing after it is known to Judas to wit that he came to him with deceit, and he was sore afraid of him, and he would see his faces no more. Oh, so like it. Let's take a swig of water. Ugh. Nicanor also, Nicanor also, when he saw that his counsel was discovered, went out to fight against Judas besides Kephar Salma, where there were slain of Nicanor's side about 5,000 men, and the rest fled into the city of David. After this, Nicanor went up to the Mount Sion, and there came out of the sanctuary certain of the priests and certain of the elders of the people to salute him peaceably, to show him the burnt sacrifice that was offered for the king. Hold on. But he mocked him. But he mocked him. And laughed at them. And abused them shamefully. And spoke proudly. And swore in his wrath saying. Unless Judas and his host be now delivered into my hands. If I ever come again in safety. I will burn up this house. So now he's speaking against the temple. Damn, this nigga bold, okay? And with that, he went out in a great rage. And the priest entered and stood therefore in the altar. 
and the temple weeping, saying, Thou, O Yahweh, didst choose this house to be called by thy name, and to be the house of prayer, and petition for thy people. Be avenged of this man and his host, and let them fall by the sword. Remember their blasphemies, and suffer them to not continue any longer. You see the prayer that these priests made? So how they get Christ love everybody and I seen a post Salakia and I'm gonna get back to the reading in a couple seconds, but I seen a post on Facebook and I think on Instagram as well where it says, uh, real Israelites don't hate anybody. You know what I mean? And even when and said they don't pray death, none of that. But look at these priests. These dudes were making sacrifices and what were they doing? Praying that the most high God kill these people. But let's go. Verse 32. So Nicanor went out of Jerusalem and pitched his tents in Bethron. And where the host of Syria met him, but Judas pitched in Adassah, and with three thousand men there he prayed, saying, O Yahweh, when they that were sent from the king of the Assyrians blasphemed, the angel went out and smote a hundred fourscore and five thousand of them. Even so destroy thou his host uh, this day, that the rest may know that he has spoken blasphemously against the sanctuary, and judge thou him according to his wickedness. See, so the thirtieth day, so so like so the thirteenth day of the mount of, of the month of Adar, the host that joined the battle, but Nicanor's host was discomfited, and he himself was first slain in the battle. Now when Nicanor's host saw that he was slain, they cast away their weapons and fled. Then they pursued after them a day's journey from, Ad from Adassah unto Gazaria, sounding the alarm after them with their trumpets. Whereupon they came forth out of the towns of Judea and round about and closed them in. So they, turning back upon them that pursued them, were slain with the sword and not one of them was left. Man, none of them was, not one of them was left. They all got laid down. Afterwards, they spoke, they took the spoils and the prey and smote off Nicanor's head and his right hand when they stretched out so proudly and brought them away and hanged them towards Jerusalem. For this cause, the people rejoiced greatly, and they kept that day a day of great gladness. Moreover, they are ordained to keep yearly this day, the thirteenth of Adar. Thus, the land of Judah was in rest a little while. So that's why we uh, keep Nicanor, and then we'll see Purim in, in, in the book of Esther. But you see, that's why we did, we greatly rejoiced, you know what I'm saying? Because this dude spoke against the temple of the Most High. These priests, these Levites prayed that the Most High God destroyed him. And he was the first one dead in battle. They cut his head off. And that right hand he stretched out against the temple. And they brought it back. And, you know, now we, gotta, now we celebrate Nicanor. You know what I'm saying? Which is coming up in February. But let's go to the book of Acts now. The, the, the 7th chapter. The book of Acts. The 7th chapter. So... You know what I'm saying? We can continue these powerful reading. And the book of Acts, the seventh chapter, is, is powerful, brethren. We're gonna go into Stephen, the first martyr for for the for the church. You know what I'm saying? The first martyr for the church. And uh that that word has a lot <coughs> that word has a lot of con negative connotation because of Christianity and such, but remember, we are the church. You know what I'm saying? The body is the church. Like we read to that elder, you know, where two or three are gathered. 
so is you know so is Yahweh Shai. But let's go to, to the book of Acts, the seventh chapter from the top. Then the high priest, then said the high priest, Are these things so? Then he, then said the men, said men, brethren, fathers, hearken unto God, the God of glory, appeared unto our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he dwelt in Haran. And he said unto him, Get ye out of the thy country from the, thy kindred and come into the land which I shall show thee then came he out of the land of the Chaldeans and dwelt in Haran and from thence with when his father was dead he removed him into this land wherein he dwelt and he gave up and he gave him no inheritance in it no not so much to set a foot on it, yet he promised him that he would give him for a possession to his seed after him, when as yet he had no child. And God spoke on this wise that his seed so sojourn in a strange land, that they should bring him into bondage and entreat them an evil four hundred years. And that nation to whom they shall be in bondage will I judge, said, said Yahweh. And after that, they shall come forth and serve in this place. And he gave him a covenant of circumcision. So Abraham begat Isaac and circumcised him on the eighth day. And Isaac begat Jacob and Jacob begat the twelve patriarchs. We already know who those twelve patriarchs are, brethren. We all have uh, our, our respective tribes in here. Verse 9. And the patriarchs moved with envy and sold Joseph into Egypt. But God with, was with him and delivered him out of all his affliction and gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he made him governor over Egypt and all his house. Now there came, there came a dearth over the land of Egypt and Canaan and great affliction, and our fathers found no substance. But when Jacob heard that there was corn in Egypt, he sent our fathers first. And at the, at the second time, Joseph was made known to his brethren, and Joseph's kindred was made known unto Pharaoh. Then sent Joseph and called his father Jacob to him, and all his kindred, threescore and fifteen souls. So Jacob went down in Egypt and died, and our fathers, and were carried over into Sechem, and laid in the sepulcher that Abraham bought for a sum of money from the sons of Amor, the, the father of Sechem. So we, and, and we're going to read in Genesis about that, brethren. But when the time of the promise drew nigh, and which Yahweh had sworn to Abraham, the people grew in a multitude in Egypt, till another king arose, which knew not Joseph. And the same dealt subtly with our kindred, and evil entreated our fathers, so that they cast out their young children, to the end that they might not live. In which time Moses was born, and was exceeding fair, and nourished up in his father's house three months. And when he cast out Pharaoh's daughter, took him up and nourished him from his own son. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and was mighty in, in words and in deeds. This was a powerful Levite. You know what I mean? And when... And when his full forty years old came into his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel, seeing one of them suffer wrong, he defended him and avenged him that was oppressed. Look at and and brethren again. This, the the tribe of Levi has always had that 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 spirit on them. 
You know what I'm saying? We see how, how they dealt. We're seeing how they're dealing in the book of, of the books of the first and second Maccabees, and we we see how Moses dealt is dealing with these. You know what I'm saying? And he smote the Egyptian, and for the, and for he supposed his brethren would have understood how that God by his hand would deliver them, but they understood not. Hey, sometimes they don't get it. You know what I'm saying? And next, the next day, he showed himself unto them as they strove and would have set at one again, saying, Sirs, ye are brethren, why do ye wrong one another? But he that did his neighbor wrong thrust him away, saying, Who made thee a ruler and a judge over us? Hey, <laughs> that sounds like Jake. Who are you? You know what I'm saying? Wilt thou kill me as thou didst the Egyptian yesterday? Then fled Moses this saying, and was a stranger in the land of Median, and begot his two sons. And when forty years were expired, there appeared him, Salakia, in the wilderness of the Mount of Sion, an angel of Yahweh in the flame of fire in the bush. Now, I have, this is just, this is not necessarily new to me, but new to me. Well, we, everybody, I want you guys to underline, highlight, whatever, this particular passage for when people try to tell you that the great I am is the most high and that he's the, the in the burning bush. He was the one in the burning bush. We see that even in here, Stephen, as he's prophesying, says, says that that's not so. You feel me? That that is the angel of Yahweh. Verse 30, 31. When Moses saw it, he wondered at the sight as he drew near to behold it. The voice of Yahweh came unto him, saying... I am I am yeah, uh, Salakia. I am the power of thy fathers, the power of Abraham, the power the power of Isaac, and the power of Jacob. Then Moses trembled and burst not behold. Then said Yahweh unto him, Put off thy shoes for thy feet where for where thy feet for the place where thou standest is holy ground. Salakia, my pen went out. Oh, highlighted pen went out, boom. Uh, Salakia. I've seen him, and I've seen him in the. I, I, I've seen Salakia. Put off thy shoes for thy feet, for the place where thou standest is holy ground. I have seen. I have seen the affliction of my people, which is in Egypt, and I have heard their groaning, and came down to deliver them. And now I will send thee into Egypt. This Moses, whom they refused, saying, "Who made thee a ruler and a judge?" The same did Yahweh send to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hands of the angel which appeared to him in the bush. He sought them, Salakia. He sought them. Oh, this damn thing is annoying. I'm about to just have to get some new ones. He, Salakia. He brought them out of the land and showed them wonders and signs in the land of Egypt, in the Red Sea, in the wilderness 40 years. This is the Moses which said unto the children of Israel, A prophet shall Yahweh raise, shall Yahweh your power raise up unto your brethren. Like unto him ye shall hear, This is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel which spoke to him in Mount Sinai with our fathers who received the lively oracles to give unto us, to whom our fathers would obey not, but thirst him, but thrust him, thrust him from them. And in their hearts turned turned um they back into Egypt, saying, saying unto Aaron, Make us gods to go before us, for 
For as this Moses, which brought us out of the land of Egypt, we wot not and to become him. And they would and they made a calf in those days and offered sacrifice unto the idol and rejoice in the works of their own hands. Then Yahweh turned and and gave them up to worship the host of heavens, as it is written in the book of the prophets. O ye house of Israel, have ye offered me slain beasts and sacrifice in the forty years in the wilderness? Yea, ye took up the tabernacle of Molech, the star of your god Remphran, because uh, Salakia, the figures which ye made to worship them, and I will carry you in, carry you away beyond Babylon. Just so y'all know, the star right there is not a heavenly body. That's not talking about the, the, the lily that we rock on our signet. You know what I'm saying? Our fathers had the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness as they had appointed speaking unto, unto Moses that he should make it according to the fashion in which they had seen. Babe, pass me a pink highlighter over there. Salaki, where was that? Verse 44 again. Our fathers had the tabernacles of the witness as he had appointed speaking unto Moses that they should make it according to the fashion that they had seen. So we see Moses, you know what I'm saying? That's in the book of Numbers, by the way. Which is also the fathers that came after and brought with Jesus into the possession of the Gentiles who God drove before the faces of the fathers unto the days of David. Who found favor? Who found the favor before God and desired to find the tabernacle for the God of Jacob? But Solomon built him a house. How be it? I want everybody to underline, highlight this part right here. Remember this. How be it? The Most High dwelleth not in temples made by the hands of man, as the prophet said. Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. What house will ye build me? Saith Yahweh, or what place of rest? He had not made uh, all things, had not made, made all these things. Ye stiff necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did. So do ye. Which of the prophets have ye not your fathers persecuted? And they have slain them, which showed before of the coming of the just one, whom he have been, now betrayers and murderers, who have received the law by the disposition of angels and have not kept it. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed, they gnashed on their teeth. But, but he that is filled of the Holy Ghost, but he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of, of the Most High and Yahweh Shai standing on the right hand of Yahweh. And he said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of, the Mo of Yahweh. Then they cried out with the loud voice and stopped their ears and ran, and ran upon him and with one accord and cast him out the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling calling upon God, and they stoned Stephen, calling upon God, and saying, Lord, and they stoned Stephen, calling upon God, saying, Hamashiach Yehoshai, receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried a loud voice, laid not this sin to their charge. When he had said, he fell asleep. 
So he took the spirit from him before he could even feel the pain of getting stoned, which is crazy because me and uh, Cornell was talking about something similar. Like, we don't even know the most. I might take the spirit from you and you don't even feel the pain. But, you know what I'm saying? That concludes our reading for tonight, brethren. I'm a... Uh, for the brothers in the recording, y'all already know how to, you know what I'm saying, the contact info is in the description. If you have any questions, you know what I'm saying, for the email, like, share, subscribe to the YouTube channels um, for more, uh, you know, more edification, brethren. Um, any questions, the email down there for the brothers on the actual chat, uh, you know, as soon as I stop the recording, y'all know the drill, I'm going to be taking questions. But with that, we'd like to give all honor and glory to the Most High God, Yahweh, in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai, and we say Shalom.